Welcome to the Be Your Own Badass podcast, where overwhelmed millennials find clarity and confidence to live a more authentic life. I'm your host, Sarah Catherine, and it's time to live a life on your terms. Let's get started. Hello, welcome to the second episode of the Be Your Own Badass podcast. So in today's episode, I wanted to go over a topic very important to me and as well as a big focus on what my blog is about, what my business is developing as, and a humongous part of what this podcast is going to be about. That topic is self-discovery. We're going to explore what is self-discovery and why it's important. Because I feel like with personal development growing in popularity within the last few years, I feel like we talk a lot about growth and moving forward. It's really important to remember to take a step back and really look at where you are right now and figure out who you are, become more connected with it before moving forward. Because you can build a much more stable foundation if you're very self-aware, connected with what you want. It'll help you take steps forward to figure out your passions. It'll help you even further if you're trying to find a new job or trying to figure out your career. Self-discovery is involved in so much of personal development, but I feel like it's not necessarily addressed quite as often as it should be. So traditionally, self-discovery is simply known as discovering something about yourself. Pretty straightforward, right? It's easy enough to understand, but most people associate self-discovery with taking a personality test, like the Myers-Briggs test or doing some soul-searching in order to find your career. While I did just mention that self-discovery can help you finding your career, that's not what it's all about. There is so much more to it. It goes way beyond just finding out your personality type or your perfect job. In fact, self-discovery is almost every aspect of personal development. I know that the previous examples that I've mentioned do fall under this umbrella. The topic of self-discovery can go so much deeper when exploring all of these different parts of personal development and personal growth. So today, I wanted to get down to basics and explore all of the different exciting aspects of self-discovery. Number one, I briefly touched on this earlier, but number one is discovering your passions. Discovering your passions is one of the most exciting parts of self-exploration because there can be a wide range of possibilities that you aren't even aware of yet. When we talk about discovering your passions, we're talking about anything in your life that you can happily spend time on for hours and hours and completely lose track of your day. Maybe you've even been doing something and you've even forgot to eat. I don't encourage that, (laughs) but that's common. I hear about that pretty often with people who are passionate about something and they just get so invested, they forget even the basics, which is fascinating. It's wonderful to have something like that, but make sure you eat. (laughs) Got to give that disclaimer, not promoting not eating. (laughs) But what's even more incredible about discovering your passions and this part of self-exploration is that they can change and develop as you get older. For example, I have always loved writing. This has been established in many different parts. It's also probably not a surprise being that I've written two books and have had two blogs and (laughs) I've been blogging since 2011. So that's on the table. We all know that. But what's been wonderful to see is the growth that my passion for writing has expanded upon different parts of my life and in different ways I 
didn't know was possible and didn't know I'd be interested in. So I started out creative writing like most kids do in elementary school. And that's when I really, and then middle school is like really when I was like, yeah, I love writing. I want to publish a book. I want to write a book. I want to be an author. And at the time it was more creative writing, suspense, fan fiction, you know, everything that a middle schooler loves to do when you write. (laughs) But after some time, I started discovering blogging and it was a way to combine my newfound interest in marketing, which is what I went to school for as well as writing. And when I first started, I just wrote about Disney and then it turned into a blog about my experience during the Disney college program, which then turned into writing a memoir about my experience in the Disney college program. And that was my first book. But throughout all of this time, I I saw my experience transition and my passion for writing transition from creative writing to blogging, to blogging about Disney, to writing a memoir and now to writing about personal development and then to writing a guided journal about self-confidence. This passion has grown and expanded upon itself and it's been really fun to be a part of. If you're not quite sure what your passion is or if you don't have any passions, I recommend simply taking 10 minutes a day to explore something that interests you. This could literally be anything like researching a new sport or signing up for an art class. Maybe you invested in a fancy camera in the past and it's been collecting dust for too long. Gotta say I'm kind of guilty on this one. Why? It's time to take it out. Why not take it out? Look up some YouTube videos or explore tutorials on Pinterest and start dedicating some time to see if this is something that interests you and if this interest transforms into something bigger and develops into a passion. Passions don't have to be instant. It doesn't have to be that instant spark. It doesn't have to be love at first sight. And that's okay. You can They can develop and grow because as soon as you start searching for something or you start diving into all these interests, they could lead to other interests. And those interests can lead to even more interests. And that interest could be your passion. You never know the path it might take in order to get to where you need to be in order to find that place where you spend time for hours and completely lose track of your day. Moving on to the next one, the next part of self-discovery that I find is very important and very critical to personal growth is figuring out your purpose. And this is a little different than finding your passion. It's more like, what do you believe that you were meant to do in your lifetime? This doesn't necessarily mean what you're, quote, meant to do for your career, But more what purpose do you feel like you need to serve in order to make an impact in the world? And whether you believe we've been put here on purpose for a reason, whether you're religious, whether you believe in energy and the law of attraction, or if you don't believe that you think we were just completely random, all of those things are okay. Zero judgment on any of them. However... No matter which one, you can always find a purpose, whether you feel like it was God putting you here for your purpose or the universe have put you in this time with this energy in order to discover your impact on this world. Or you could simply, if you don't believe in anything spiritually or with faith or energy, why not find your own purpose? Discover what you personally believe feels right for you. And even if you don't feel like it's some external power giving you and granting you this purpose that you need to find, I think simply digging deep inside yourself and looking within to figure out what lights you up and what you feel like you can make a meaningful impact on this world that just this one life we're living, this extraordinarily special life that we have, then that's 
incredible. I think it's just such an amazing part of self-discovery. Now, I know that sounds kind of intimidating, (laughs) but it doesn't have to be scary. So making an impact during your lifetime could be something even as simple as reaching out to one person to help brighten their day with your smile and positivity. (laughs) Sure, some people may find their purpose to be something huge, like selling all of their belongings and moving to another country to help conserve the environment. And that's awesome. That's amazing too. But not one person's purpose is better than another's. What matters is you're creating a positive difference and you feel aligned with your soul in the process. Discovering your purpose doesn't have to come at any specific time in your life. So if you don't feel like you have it figured out all right now, especially if you're finishing college, recently graduated, or you're in your 20s, which I know is a time that we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to have it all figured out, you have so much left of life to explore. And so if you simply follow what feels good and ask your friends what type of activities help you shine like the beautiful human being you are, stay curious and you'll never know what you'll be able to discover about yourself. The third aspect of self-discovery is finding out what motivates you. So for those days that you feel stuck in a rut and you need that kickstart towards productivity, it's helpful to have an arsenal of tactics that help you feel motivated again. So do you know any quotes that resonate with you? Maybe some songs that help light the fire in your soul? (laughs) How about a meditation technique to help you clear your mind and find focus for productivity? These are all great examples, all excellent ways that you can test and see if they help motivate you. But there are an abundance of articles online about finding motivation, but only you can discover what truly resonates with you and what works best for you. For example, I recommend simply exploring all the different workout playlists on Spotify or music, anything that fits your tastes on Spotify or Apple Music. I personally prefer Spotify, but you know, that's just me. (laughs) It might light that fire in you. You never know. I know that there's a lot that goes around to where you can't expect to work or you can't rely on motivation in order to be productive. That's a whole other topic. But you can find ways, if you're feeling in those ruts and you feel like you need that little push in order to move forward and become productive, I highly recommend having some things just in your back pocket that you can go back on and you're like, I know that if I listen to this song or read this quote or do this meditation or what have you, I know this will put me in the mindset that will get my butt in gear because it, it, it I need to. I don't have a choice. <laughs> So finding about that is a great part of self-discovery and a lot of fun, in my opinion. Another extremely important part of self-discovery is discovering your mental capabilities. So mental health is slowly becoming more and more acceptable to talk about on a more casual level than in the past, which is amazing. I'm so about this movement that we've created in the most recent years. With that in mind, now is the best time to start reflecting on your own mental health and capabilities. What, what does this mean? Well, while some people may be aware of any mental health issues or struggles with anxiety and depression, we all need to be in tune with our mind and our heart. So when you're feeling stressed or overwhelmed or simply a bit off, those are signs that your mind, heart, and soul are trying to let you know that you need to take time for self-care. You need to take the time to connect with yourself and discover when you're feeling low, when something doesn't feel right. Don't be afraid to sit with it, just to kind of be able to connect with yourself and acknowledge 
that something is being neglected or you aren't necessarily doing something in the most healthy way. I I can get into so much more about this, but it also helps you be very aware of when you might be pushing yourself too hard, whether you're working out a lot or you're a overachiever at work and you're taking on too much work and you might be ignoring your body telling you that you need to slow down and you need to take some time to yourself or else you're going to experience burnout. So personally, I know I usually find myself feeling ultra motivated and productive for about two weeks, (laughs) two week increments. But if I don't prioritize my self-care and I know I need to prioritize meditating more, that is something I massively struggle with doing regularly and I know I need to do it more. But if I don't prioritize my self-care, I'll quickly find myself burning out with anxiety and feeling overwhelmed and getting mad at myself for not meeting my own high expectations. I do have a history with anxiety and went to a therapist to help discover more about this aspect of my mental health. But I also took plenty of time to do research and explore different coping mechanisms and self-care practices that fit best for my own mental capabilities and needs. And I actually started exploring this before I hit my lowest point with anxiety and started going to a therapist in order to get better. I was already looking at the concept of self-care, like early concepts in regards to meditation, and it was something fascinating. It also helps that I used to be a psychology major for like one semester in college, so that's probably why it was interesting to me and still is interesting to me today. (laughs) But overall, I just highly, highly recommend keeping an eye on your triggers and don't be afraid to turn inward when you're feeling off or overwhelmed. Learning more about yourself and your own mental capabilities will help you not only feel more connected with your inner self, but also create an effective strategy for preventing future breakdowns or simply feeling more mentally balanced on a more consistent basis. So if you're someone who I have a feeling a lot of you have a side hustle or a blog or you have some big goal that you are working toward, you might be working on it too much. It's just like what we said before. So if you really want to avoid hitting your stride, getting into the momentum, getting into the habit and then burning out every other week, guilty, used to do that all the time. I highly recommend you reconnect with yourself and your mental health and see what needs to be done and what needs to be shifted in order to stay more consistent and to avoid that burnout. Another super important part of self-discovery in order to really skyrocket your personal development and growth is learning what you need in relationships. This goes beyond just romantic relationships. And while that's extremely important, This also can be applied to families and friends and other relations in your life. Whether you're in a relationship with a significant other or you spend time with important friendships, you will have needs and expectations that are different from anyone else. This is another part of you that can change over time. Learning more about who you are and what you want in life requires positive people who fit into the life that you're living. And this is why you may gain and lose relationships with others as you grow older. Certain people fit into specific times in your life. And when you grow into a new stage, some friends may not fit your new needs. So I'm basing this podcast off of a post that I wrote in January because I think it's an extremely important place to start the conversation. So it's kind of funny that I'm reading this out loud because it's kind of myself giving advice to my future self or a reminder to my future self. And this whole concept of learning what you need in relationships and discovering that some of your relationships might not be serving you at that time because both of you have grown into different directions. Your needs for relationships and friendships may have changed. And I can just tell you right now, I've gone through so much of this within the last year or two. More than I 
particularly enjoy just learning that I've been in a different place than people that I have been friends with for years or past relationships that didn't quite pan out just because we just change as people. And it's hard. It's not an easy process to realize that you're in a different place in life as someone else that you has been so close to you for so long. It can take some adjusting, but it's really important to stay in tune with that because relationships, whether romantic or not, can easily become rather one-sided or become more draining rather than beneficial for you. And that's not saying that the other person is toxic on purpose or a bad person. It's literally just saying you have different needs and expectations and what is healthy for you. And you need to pay attention to that and recognize what that is in order to surround yourself with positive people and truly thrive. It can make all the difference to have the right people in your life versus the wrong. With that slight off note, with all of those different aspects that I mentioned, the learning what you need in relationships and discovering your mental capabilities, self-discovery is essentially an all-encompassing journey of getting to know yourself better. What makes you tick and how you go about in life? This exploration has always been one of my absolute favorite parts of personal development, the aspect of self-discovery, even before I even realized it. I was taking personality tests, career aptitude tests, trying out different forms of productivity techniques and seeing what would work best. The list can continue. (laughs) And I still do this to this day. Basically, if there was anything I could research to help me learn more about myself, I was hungry for it. This was probably mm, two or three years ago, really when I graduated college and needed to get my act together and figure out what I wanted in my next step because it's a scary time. But learning more about myself and how I could improve or how understand who I am as an individual in life, at work, in relationships, or with my mental health, it's completely fascinating and I have never gotten tired of it. But this is why I've felt pulled towards self-discovery for the direction of my blog, my business, and now this podcast. The inner work and the soul searching is what makes personal development so beautiful and transformation even possible. Because as I was mentioning in the beginning, you can't change without knowing where you are now because you won't have something to reference during your growth and change. You can't look back and be like, oh yeah, I wasn't like this before or oh, I haven't grown as much as I'd like. Giving yourself more of a hard time about any type of growth you're trying to experience because you didn't know where you started in the first place. I want to help others experience the beauty of discovering who they are on so many different levels during their personal development journey. So if you're feeling stuck and unsure where to even start, I've got you feeling fairly happy with your life but feel like your career could use a change we can do this love your job and your life but something inside still feels off hell yeah girl i've been there and i want to help that is why i'm here why i'm speaking into this microphone to you in your car in while you're cleaning your house or on your jog or working out i want to help so With everything said, that is a big overview of self-discovery and the different aspects of personal development that I find are extremely important and that require a basis of self-discovery in order to move forward. If you'd like to join in on the conversation, you can visit my Instagram page at Sarah Catherine blog. And I also have an Instagram for the podcast specifically called Be Your Own Badass Podcast. 
thank you guys so much for listening. This is a topic I'm extremely passionate about, as you know, and I genuinely appreciate you joining me today and taking the time to listen to what I have to say, as well as anyone who would like to join in on the conversation. If you are listening to this podcast and you find that it was something meaningful to you or connected with you with, please share it on your Instagram story. I'd love to see that you're listening and I'd love to also share it to the rest of my community on my story and really get the conversation going and spread the love. Thank you for listening and have a great day, guys. Thanks for listening to the Be Your Own Badass podcast. Love this episode? Take a moment to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Do you have a question that you'd like answered on the Be Your Own Badass podcast? Go to sarah-catherine.com slash badassquestion to learn how you can be featured on air and how I can give you direct advice in a future episode. Until next time.